Welcome to Forever Exiled, a Path of Exile podcast. I'm Tags, aka Justin. And I'm Tyler Wrecker of Days. Welcome to a special edition, episode 17 of Forever Exiled. Today is, uh, it's a special day, Ty. <laughs> yes, it is. It's Path of Exile Players Christmas. We get it yeah. four times a year. Yeah, so uh, we weren't totally sure if we were going to get this episode done, but then I felt I felt a little inspired. We hit 10,000 listens uh, yesterday, which was in- insane for the for the podcast. That's incredible. And, Thank uh, you, everyone. Yeah, so thanks for everybody listening. So not only are we doing this super awesome extra episode that we're going to try and edit and have out right away, which is awesome. I'm really, really happy about. Um, but also we're going to have a private league this league. So that's pretty sweet. We're going to do a Forever Exiled soft core because we're not crazy. We like to play like normal people. We want to like the game at the end of the league. That's right. So you can find the link to our Discord in show notes, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. And within Discord is the link if you want to join up with our private league for 3.10. Awesome. So patch notes, 3.10 patch notes are out. We've obviously had a bit of a discussion regarding some of the stuff for 3.10 coming up and uh, some of the different things that we've been privy to so far. But this is obviously, this is what everybody, this is what I look forward to for for the leagues hands down me too yeah so we're not going to hit everything just because we've done that once before <laughs> it was long and boring even uh, for if, us if even you for want us. an example of a pinnacle broadcast at the prime of quality listen to episodes one and two of forever exiled and you'll never turn back it is amazing. but listen to them at like three or four times speed because they're long <laughs> they're boring we tried to hit every point which we I can understand why uh-huh. our heart was in the right place, but <laughs> it was, it was wickedly boring. Not to mention we didn't give a shit about like 90% of the stuff that we talked about. Yep. And that's the case with every patch note. I think that patch notes are really cool, but they you're, you're always affected by specific things mm-hmm. within the patch notes. Nobody is looking at it going, wow, every single one of these points touched something that I, <laughs> I play. Touched me in a special yeah, place. Touched me in a special place. So, we're going to we're going to try and grab obviously a lot of the stuff that we think is the generic stuff that's going to affect a lot of people but then also we're selfish people. We're going to talk about the stuff that we care about. Right? Filters, filters. Yeah, thank God. That's I don't think that's really in here. That's a whole I, separate thing. I'm going to come and, up with a song, a little like theme that I feel like I'm walking around town with and I'm going to add that to our podcast every now and then. We're just going to no, we're going to start a, a secondary podcast that's just about <laughs> Path of Exile filters. And it'll start with me introing, and then I just will leave the room. <laughs> and then it'll just I'll be come back three hours later and be talking. like, oh, you're done? Okay, good. I'll stop. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I'll have my three listens an episode. Yeah. So and they will be special people, and I will love them. It's funny how many people actually comment on filters. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's let's hop right into it. So I know you have one. Well, let, yeah, I guess we should start at the top, eh? Yeah. I wanted to point out, I, I just think it's awesome. Like GGG, I've mentioned many times that GGG really cares about communicating with people, including in their content. But I, they put in a lot of effort into these announcements and into their patch notes, dev manifestos. There's a lot of people that touch them and a lot of people um, that have yeses and nos and how it's properly worded and stuff. And I love that they add humor to it. Every patch notes, you'll oh, yeah, find little little tidbits of people that either have a long history of dealing with the community with this issue that may have been around for years or just a patch or two, but they have 
some pretty funny humor that uh, we'll, we'll point out one or two, not all of them, but uh, I just want to add that I really enjoy their humor and their patch notes. Yeah. Reading through the patch notes is a lot of fun just because you can find little, yeah. little quirks. Yeah. All right. How about her? Where do you want to start? Well, um, their first section was major new content and features. And so some of those were the very new skills. Uh, one, we talked about that in a previous podcast, but one that's really catching my interest, but I haven't, we won't find out likely until tomorrow. And I probably still won't be able to decipher it then. But when the 2020 gems are released tomorrow, that spell slinger support really interests me. I'm curious. It does a, sound it's, fun. It's a support that when you cast a projectile attack with a wand, when you do a wand attack, yep. spell slinger support casts its linked spells kind of like what, what what's that called? Poet's pen. Poet's pen. Yep. Now what, because we don't have the wording of it yet and I haven't read, I haven't found anything from other people talking about that. Actually, no people from GGG saying, um, I don't know if spell slinger has to have the wand attack linked to spell slinger support also linked to the skills you want to cast or if you can have the spell slinger support on a separate link with those spells linked to it and cast so separate well, the thing so, that's weird though is it's it's a mana reserve right it like is. The, the actual wording right. for it is well active it reserves mana for each linked spell and will cause those spells to trigger yeah. at the end of your attack so it sounds to me like there must be a percentage that it reserves per spell let's say it's like i don't know five ten percent per spell Yep. And then when you attack with the wand skill, it's going to also cast right. those skills. It sounds I just don't really know if those cool. spells you want cast have to be linked to the wand attack as well. Or if it works like inspiration support where you can have one on each link and then they affect each other. I would imagine that it does not not have, have to, to be linked, linked to the wand attack. That would just I don't that would just be my guess, but then I'm also curious, are you putting supports attached? to the spells with spell slinger in order to yeah i don't know that that sounds like a very cool path of exile mm -hmm. two skill because you have so many possible six yeah. links uh path of exile one it, i'm curious to see how it plays out because you could be eating up a lot of slots yeah well i'm i'm just really enjoying the concept as a one button player i love mm -hmm. the idea that i can cast a wand attack and everything that i'd normally have attached to cast wind damage taken could just be attached to spell slinger you could have like oh my goodness like you could have desecrate and your offering like, you could have your skeletons attached to it you could oh you could oh you have, skeletons wouldn't that be oh, great you could oh, and skeletons. then you could have phase run attached to it you could have a guard skill attached to it you could have a golem you didn't do well this patch notes tie no i didn't but you could have you know for some of those uh, non minion builds that want a golem but they don't want to invest in minion health you could just have sure. a golem attached to it as well yeah but every time why not? Who cares? Oh, it's just the buff well. you want. It's not except for an actual golem mancer. You don't care. Anyway, anyway, yeah, we're like yeah. using up the whole episode <laughs> on one support skill. I, the idea behind it's really cool. It'll be yeah. cool to see how it's worded and how it plays out. To yep. me, it'll be a 311 or late 310 thing that I would try out. Mm. I feel like I'm going to avoid wands like crazy this league because I think yeah, everybody's going to be going that route. And I haven't done them in such a long time that I don't feel like figuring it out as everybody else figures it out. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so obviously we know all about the cluster jewels that are coming up we talked a little bit about that in the last one i think we our last episode came right before they were announced right because yeah. they just came officially out yes there was a huge list i mean we were talking about it a little bit in discord with everybody oh There's you're talking so the notables yep yeah 
Yeah, there's just so many. Mm-hmm. I, it's crazy. And so yeah. uh, they're super fun to read through. So if you have, if you get a chance, make sure you check them out. There's no way we would do an episode talking about them. There's, there's, yeah, there's tons, and it's the same thing. They affect some people versus others. Um, if it's not minion, it sucks. I think that's the general consensus. Well, I, I think uh, I don't know. You still, <laughs> I don't know if after the end of these patch notes, it'll still be the same feeling. So we yeah. actually had a slight discussion right before we got on here regarding the wording of how the uh, uh, refunding these clusters refunding that's right how that works so the way that they word it in their thing i'll just read it real quick um so allocating the passives on the jewels work just like allocating normal passives if you want to refund passive passives allocated on these jewels you only have to pay one refund point for the entire jewel note that you have to refund all passives on a jewel if you wish to remove the jewel from the tree i feel like that last line is not super well worded in the way that I see this. Because what this means to me is, let's say I have a passive, I have a jewel that has maybe six. Six what? Right? Six passives. Oh, uh, six skills passive that I could right on after. It. Okay. And let's say I took four of them. Yeah. The way that I'm reading this is at any point, I can use a refund point on the jewel itself, which will refund me all of those points. And now I can remove that jewel. Wouldn't that be cool? I'd, to me, it makes sense because it says you only have to pay one refund point for the entire jewel. So it makes sense. I feel like, though, that very last sentence oh. they added is just not well written because it says, note that you have to refund all passives on a jewel if you wish to remove the jewel from the tree. And my thinking there is that they don't want people to feel like they don't want you to try and remove because you could technically remove each passive with one individual point if you wanted to, because you yeah. might to change it. But what yeah. they're trying to say to you is if you want to take the jewel out. You just need to refund the jewel itself and you'll get yeah. all those points back. Yeah. And I, I think I think if you're I think it makes sense if you're comparing cluster jewels, if that's what they're called, to normal jewels. Right. Because you don't have yep. to do any refund points with that. Whereas with this one, it, it is going to cost you to change your mind. But I think the idea is that they want it to be cheap enough with your respect. Yeah, points that you do it. You're not stuck. So that because there's so many different jewel options they don't want you to have 50 outside jewel nodes selected so that you can have a variety of options if you want just one or two clusters then it's really cheap to you know upgrade or change your mind yeah no i like it i think it's good Mm -hmm. i I think just the way that it's worded makes it slightly confusing but i I think the idea that it's just one to refund the jewel is awesome and i imagine that that doesn't count for jewel on jewel like you probably have to remove the furthest one out first and then you yeah. would remove the yeah. like in towards the the tree. Yeah. So but it's still um, nice that it's thoughtful and cheap. I'm I'm quite excited about the whole jewel system, which is yeah. why I might barely touch standard this league. But they also released a whole bunch of other new stuff. Like, you know, they always come up with new div cards, new um new uniques, and I'm I'm like you. I wish more of the game was like this. I wish they did less reveals, though I understand that's contrary to how marketing works and money comes in, but I really like it when they release new content in game and don't show it. They just well, say, I'm happy they hey, do it. Here's 20 new uniques. Enjoy I don't them. I think you could do it with more than what they do. I think what they do is awesome. Yeah. They don't tell you uniques. They don't tell you cards. They just say, yeah, there's whatever it is, 14 new uniques. And yeah. I don't remember how many div cards. Yeah. And it's like, go find them. I, I yeah. really appreciate that because it just do. adds a little bit of fun to exploring but then also it gives there's a community feel to it because somebody on reddit is just like oh my god what i found <laughs> i love yeah. that i think it's fun yeah me so too. me too yep 
And then they added some new, oh, was it new Rogue Exiles? Yeah, they added a couple yeah. more Rogue Exiles. I do like Rogue Exiles. To me, they're one of my favorite parts of the game. I just love like random boss encounters. I love like breach bosses. And I just, I, do, I like them. It's it's definitely not one of my favorite parts of the game. That's all oh, no, it's, it's, no, I just, when I'm <laughs> oh mapping, I, I, I just want it to be like boss after boss after tough character after tough character. And I think. Mm-hmm. Rogue Exiles are kind of a part of that. They're like this little mini boss among a whole bunch of minions. And I just wish they were a little bit harder. But every time they add more, I get pretty excited. Yeah. So let's get into some of the minor content. I'm going to bump this one just because I think we actually talked about this last episode. We know there's a lot of new specters. Uh, They're rebalanced. They improve them. I like that they're making old ones use new skills that they weren't using before. Mm -hmm. Like they've just they've updated a lot of them. I think that's awesome. And then. Well, actually, you you go on to the next one because you like these weird zombies. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. Uh, later on, we'll find out that minions. Um, I don't. It's not that bad, unless no, we we'll misread one point. But well, there, it, it's kind of like your little we'll joke from last episode, where you're like, "Hey, like when you're talking about specters last time, you're like, hey, um, we're planning on nerfing minions, so here's 350 to band-aid that. You know, That's 350 right. new specters. So here's kind of like another." I laughed because it seems like a Band-Aid, but I really don't think the nerfs are that bad. But anyway, Raised Zombies now use animations we created for Path of Exile 2. Yeah. So, do you know what that is? I don't actually no, know. No, I don't. But I don't now know. I wasn't going to do minions at all. I was going to do one of my uh, a different build. I think You're going to do it just to see how build. they come out of the ground. <laughs> now, now, I, now I need to play them. They changed zombies, so now I have to do it. Yeah, Go well, ahead. at least for maybe the first, the first act or whatever. Um, adding the Sextant Recipe 3 to 1. That's cool. I think we yeah. heard that coming. We did. Um, I didn't even notice that it wasn't in the last one. Hmm. Uh, in, in this last league, I, I always had a lot of the top tier ones. So anyway, I think that's awesome. Yeah. But for those and, that don't know, the recipe for a lot of little things is if you trade three of something smaller into a vendor of the same item, whether it's like three small life flasks, you trade three small ones and you get a medium life flask. Yeah. And they now have that for sextants as well. They they did before, but I guess with the new Atlas change, they kind of... Well, they were totally new sextants, yeah. Yeah, so they've re-added that to this patch. So now if you have a whole bunch of the small sextants, I forget what they're called, you trade three of the small ones in, you get the medium one. You trade three yeah. medium ones in, you get the large one. Yeah, yeah, which is sweet. And then they added, we talked about this as well, the fact that you can randomize your portals. But just look, but look really cool. It doesn't apply to just your portals or town, but also to your map device. And in fact, they said you can have all six map device portals randomly selected or have it randomly select one appearance for all six. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, what? OK, it's fun. Oh, it is. oh, how am I more excited about portals than you get out of here? Why would you? Why would you? OK, um, well, I'm just really quick. If you're picking to <laughs> randomize your portal, why would you have it? I feel like it's just going to look cooler having all six random versus it randomly making them all the same one some people no not arguing okay so this i was super excited this Mm. is going to be something that people won't notice or care about if they start playing path of exile this time around but if you've played path of exile for a long time this is awesome you're no longer going to be ambushed by betrayal interventionists or atlas influence monsters while you're looking at your betrayal board or your incursion temple panel or your metamorph panel anointment panel basically while you're talking to an npc you're not going to get hit uh hold on 
it's really specific, man. It it's, is to it, betrayal uh, and Atlas. Betrayal and, and Atlas stuff. So yes. it's cool, but it's not like not, it's not like you're gonna have this wall up around you, yeah, like a cone <laughs> of silence. You can't come in here. So it's cool because you won't get those annoying things like spawning right near or right on top of you. I do like that, yeah. but it, I don't think it's as uh, out as as reaching as it would have been nice to see. But I I do at least appreciate mm-hmm. that uh, that that was that 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 was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard in, I forget where it was, it was one of the big GGG folks talking that said, I, this is one of the first leagues where they haven't had a major thing that they had to fix. Like for a long time, they've had, okay, we have to revamp spells, we have to revamp melee, we have to revamp, um, was it range, right? And they, sure. they, 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 but they've always had something major and then they had to revamp, um, what was it, like master missions and this and that. There's, it's been a long time. Um, of major major fixes and then them also wanting to fix other especially labs last fixed. one was like the whole atlas was new right and so th- they were saying this is the first league where they haven't had a huge thing that they've had to fix and put major immediate attention on so it's yep. like i've mentioned a few times this league they didn't have something big so they were able to make a lot of back-end improvements and small touches and you'll see a lot of the changes are tweaks but a huge list of bug fixes and their bug fixes was massive and yeah. we are not, not going through all of them but it is nope. impressive just how many there were i started reading some of them going i didn't even know this was a thing i had no clue that oh i would so say 80 cool. percent of them was a thing there's one thing here that you've bolded but it means nothing it's no, not no, read it read it because i know you're gonna love it you're gonna love it they've added just so just for those one or two other people they've added new item filter drop effect color options isn't that no. exciting? That's like so. There's no detail to that at all. I know. And you what know what that even mean? In the, <laughs> in the item filter information, they didn't even include the color options. <laughs> it's like they forgot or missed or didn't care. So here I am all excited. We, I currently have six color. What does drop that I effect use. color mean? Well, you know how drop when so there's six colors that can show up on your minimap, right? Whether they're stars or triangles, you can color them to be yellow or brown like a lot of the times you'll notice brown is the unique I never color should have asked this question on a mini map no you shouldn't have and you can also have the effects where there's that line that shoots up sometimes yeah. it's temporary the sometimes Diablo it's permanent. Style, yeah. yeah yeah so oh don't even compare but it's true and so anyway they have six different colors you can use and now they've added more how many i don't know which colors i don't know yeah uh so moving on from filters because that's all that's literally all there was <laughs> from the whole thing for filters i love that it's bolded though but anyway <laughs> it's the um, only item i bolded out of this massive <laughs> list we made so the atlas had some really great changes i love that now you can see everything it's all visually tracked like you can yeah. actually see what's happening with them and that it's the chance for them now has been bumped up we're so talking conquer influence that's right. The conquer influence to well to occupy an area of that region is fifty yep. percent from thirty three. Obviously, all the conditions still have to be met from before, but I yep. think that's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. And I thought it was neat that conquerors uh, somehow, however it interacts, I don't know, but conquerors can now buff map bosses. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, what does that mean? I don't know, but I'm excited for bosses to get harder. Who isn't? I want Baron to like come in just in a portal, be like zap. <laughs> And That's, he just zaps the monster to be harder. You're like, no, damn it. Or Drox comes in and puts like 30 banners on. And banners then just down? Leaves. Oh, yeah. You're just like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 They've, uh, uh, oh, you go, go ahead. Nope. Endgame quest tracking has improved. Good talk. Yeah, that, that, that's meh to me. Uh, and well, then the Watchdome tutorial. People I think that's it. great people for need it. People. We've played a long well, time, but to for know what part. you need to do, it's important. Yep. I think it's good to have it there. But I just hope you can at least 
remove it or minimize it or something. And then the Watchstone tutorial, they've added a Watchstone tutorial, which I think is great. Yeah. Have you seen any other tutorial stuff? No. They added all these tutorial videos and explanations in 3.0 and they're Mm. really good. Really good. I think it's, I have no doubt that they do a good job of them. I think it's great that they have them now because it took us quite a bit to get to understanding how the Watchstones work. So it's kind of nice for newer players coming in. Uh, not to feel so lost yeah once they get to that yeah and uh for those that were conquering endgame your awakening level on your atlas is now the number of watchstones you have socketed divided by four and then rounded down instead of needing to have full watchstone altars it's now Mm -hmm. just if you have all of your watchstones spread out it's just that amount of watchstones socketed I really like that change. Yeah, it's really good. It's a it doesn't force me to put four watchstones into an area if I'm maybe not feeling it yet or if I want to upgrade some maps in some areas or whatever. But also we play the Atlas way different than probably a lot of like the heavy players or the people who like focus their atlases on what what streamer tells them to do or whatever. They what what's the balance sextant rewards? They just balance. They they just changed how sextant rewards work. Um, uh, to along with awakening oh, levels, that's they just right. changed yeah. how frequently and the value of getting maps. Yeah, and I think they added some stuff to the sextants as well, mm. which is nice, especially yeah. with some of the new changes. Yeah. All right, bonuses for completing Atlas bonus objectives and awakening bonus objectives have changed a little bit. Um, there's. <sighs> All of these sections had a lot of parts to it. Remember, we're just kind of highlighting some of the important parts. If you go through this section, you'll see that it's a little bit bigger, just like all the other sections we're going to do. Um, but these are the things that we think a core majority of players will appreciate. You'll no longer gain an additional chance for maps to drop one tier higher from bonus from awakening bonus objectives. So before your awakening bonus, you got the chance to drop a higher tier map from the maps that you were doing. They've just removed that for now because you can increase your map chance drop through other methods. So it's not going to be tied to your awakening bonus objective anymore. Yeah, I I understand they needed to make some of these changes. I don't really care too much about them. Yeah, I think they just want you to invest in the map instead of just generically go through the Atlas. They actually want you to put more items into your map device to try and get these rewards. Yeah, I mean, they this part, though, they straight up just like removed all the side of bonuses to getting maps because now the awakener bonus is like an increased chance to get an atlas mission yeah and i think a map mod effect it like affects the map mods or something but yeah which i'm fine with Mm -hmm. like because i i I don't know i don't remember how i think i got to like awakener six or seven so i was in at the higher level anyway but um and then i think they changed the base chance to get an atlas mission to 35 percent. i guess it was 40 percent. yeah so they dropped it slightly yeah makes sense but i think you i think that's bonus bonus missions right because you're naturally going to earn them per day anyway yeah it's just you get so the way it works now is per 15 maps with the awaken bonus objective complete you get one percent chance to get an atlas mission upon map completion an additional atlas mission because you earn them naturally no but you naturally just by having an account you naturally get atlas missions right one per day for each master so i don't know how that percentage works it's just Per 15, you get 1% chance yeah. of being an Atlas. So you get those, so. yeah, on top of the five, you would naturally get no matter what these Atlas missions are on top of that. So, And then you also get the increased map mod effect. So per six maps with the Awaken bonus, you get 1% increased map mod effect. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that works because that could make coming in as like a newly rolled character pretty hard. Yeah. If you make your second or third character 
and let's say you've got a high awaken bonus you've got a lot of maps with the awakening bonus that one percent goes up real quick yeah. which means that you know enemies having increased percentage life is going to be substantially higher yeah anyway we'll see how it plays we'll out we'll see yeah but it, it that change is fine i feel like that has very little effect on us so they made some big changes to the cirrus uh, i thought it was serious yeah to this so the serious <laughs> fight has uh, apparently he's gotten a lot harder they've changed his life uh he gets what was it 75 percent of his max life back yeah so for his now, final when he starts his final stage he goes up this is only at awakening 50%. level eight though he gets yeah all, yeah i never fought him at awakening level eight apparently he used to heal up to 50 percent you now should he try harder 75 percent yeah <laughs> i don't care <laughs> that seemed like a lot though when i read that yeah well, cool, I'm glad though. they're making it punishing, like to yep. be able to clear the Atlas and beat the hardest boss in the game. Yeah, you yep. <laughs> better be good. Better have a yep. great character. And then do you, do you did you do much of the Cyrus fight? I've um, with all the other stuff that I had going on, I think I've only fought him two or three times. Yeah. So he takes less damage during his corridor stage. He there. If you read the actual changes, they kind of explain what he'll be doing differently now like he i think they talk about how he teleports away from the port, uh, player during this time and then when he does his rotating quad beam it's bigger, uh, it's bigger which is nice but it also gives you a new debuff which they didn't explain your, uh reduces your action speed and causes yes, you to take increased it. damage they yeah. definitely explained it yeah, yeah. so <laughs> that actually really sucks especially if that can in any way stack which i hope yeah. it can't it's basically avoid it avoid the yeah. beam don't don't go in the beam Hit the beam you did. Mm -hmm. uh, we mentioned prior, it was it's not new news, but officially Metamorph is now core. Um, so make sure you do Tane's quests throughout the story, however that works. You know, so there's some master missions, they have their quests as you're going through campaign. Make sure you do Tane's quests so you get them in your hideout. He just has one, I think. Pound of Flesh. Yeah, I don't remember where it is, but as you go I through your, either, yeah. your when axe, you find you him, can do his quest. It. Yeah. Metamorph content um, has a 10% chance to spawn in maps. Metamorph like content ones, is now in scarabs and sextants as well. So you can encourage more metamorph content while you're mapping. Uh, the power bar, that's what I call it. I don't know, the metamorph bar. You know when you're building your boss and you see the difficulty and the... Yeah, the little bar on the right. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that isn't... I, I thought this was neat. That's not even going to show up if based on the organs you have available that you're putting in, it won't yep. even show up if an organ has a 0% chance to drop, which is neat. Sweet. But um, if you have the content, if you have the proper organs to make an organ drop mm. on the power bar, is that, I don't know if that's what it's called, but they added a line to show you where the reward box is. So how difficult you need like to what make you have the to box, get above. Right. Cool. If you want an itemized organ. So I thought that was nice. kind of neat. Some little QOL stuff, quality of life. Yep, I like that. This next part, I'm I'm actually really excited about. I yeah. think I mentioned it in our last episode. So they made some changes to the Val side areas, which is it was really needed because they were kind of boring. It was it was cool when you first get into maps because you might get a couple things, especially solo cell phone. Because I well, I never even found a five link for Rick's sake in them, but you like do I have said, an increased try chance, harder. I, I got the, I got the man. I'm like wiping my butt with them. They're so common, but they've been completely updated to be more along the lines of wherever you find them. So they've got uh, map drops are increased within them. They will interact uh, with the mechanics. So they're going to roll. It's kind of weird. They're going to roll their own modifiers when you enter them. 
but they'll always have modifiers, which they didn't before. Right. So I, I think that's really cool. I'm curious yeah. if it's based on what I like that it will not roll reflex. I think so, that's really cool. Really, cool. really good because that would suck. They're actually rolling kind of like they mentioned. They're like rolling like a rare item. They can have four, yeah. uh, four to six modifiers in the area, which I thought was yeah. Quite and cool. so the uh, they're going to be much more similar to the level they're in. They're going to have way more mobs, and the bosses are going to have more life, which was really necessary because you just kind of walked through them. Yeah, like yeah. I think I mentioned, and you know, you get to tier sixteen, and they just weren't any point. I feel like now they're actually going to have like a, a reasonable reason to go do them. Yeah, I mean, the rewards were great for the difficulty, the content last patch, right? Mm -hmm. So it's nice that they're going to have more value. And because they're going to be higher item areas, they're going to have a lot more value to them as well. Yeah, because they're, I think they're also one, I think they're one level higher than the zone. I feel like I remember something about yeah, something like there that. being one level higher, which is a really big, yeah. So they're one level higher across the board and they're increasing the, oh, sorry. The Val areas that are opened when you use the fragment in the map device, those are, are one level higher, which I still think is awesome. That's right. But when they're also increasing how many mobs are going to be inside them, uh, it just, yeah, to me, it makes them, yeah, it makes them a whole lot better. And I think it's coming up later. I don't remember when, but that it, to me that there was a ton of changes to the temple and that's, that's right. the same way for me. Yeah. And for those uh, that don't know, there's a lot of things you can add to your um map device alongside your map that will make it more difficult or improve the quality of it so if you're not familiar with that or if you're not used to slightly investing into your map roles as as you do your mapping go check out the wiki and see the different types of things that you can add because those val fragments are something that can just increase the quality of a map right away or not quality the drops. quantity quantity, quantity yeah. not quality but anyway just something to consider uh, character balance had uh, actually a pretty small section, but a couple of the things that I quite liked about it, the increases and in reductions to reflect damage now also affect your minions. Okay, so I take it back. <laughs> like I don't that. like that, but <laughs> it makes sense. So many yeah. things prior to this league only affected players, like mm -hmm. temporal chains, for example. I'd be like, okay, my zombies aren't getting affected, so let's go. So, that, yep. I mean, it's good, but it sucks. Uh, mm -hmm. Wand attack projectiles are now larger. So that's a thing. That's I'll, cool. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, that's going to end up just being a skill balance individually over time. But in general, they wanted, as we can tell from other changes that they made, wand attacks or they want it to become just as common well, as every other type of skill. They mentioned it's for collision detection which with monsters, which makes sense. Although yeah. I always wondered, it, not specifically this one, but like Soul Rend. Uh, I always wondered how that thing had such a massive hitbox. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now it's also going to visually apply to its, its actual AOE. Elusive cool. got hit pretty hard. Um, well, depending on what you used it for. Uh, elusive uh, gives players its skill or buff that gives players movement speed and attack and spell dodge. And its movement speed and dodges all got decreased by 5%. Actually, I think movement speed got movement decreased speed to 10%. 10%. Yeah. It went down to 20%, but the dodges went down by 5%. And yeah. then for those that are into the Scorch and Brittle, uh, they've been improved a lot so that they're used more. Good time. Yeah, and there was, weren't there skills like that were coming up with this League 2 that played off of a lot of those, so I can see why they got buffed. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then, so skill reworks, there was only... I think one. I think this is the only skill rework in this patch. Official, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, which is animate weapon. Um, it's it sounds really strong. Yeah, I 
It's probably I'm, one of their arch arch types that they're planning on making overly strong for this league. One of the three. Yeah, I'm curious to see how it plays out because so they've decreased by a ton how many you can have up. Yes, but they've made it a lot strong, way stronger. And now you've got the ability to have unleash and spell echo and unleash got buffed mm-hmm. hugely in this patch. So mm-hmm. I, I'm really curious to see how animate weapon actually. It's funny because when we talked about that new BB skill, the blood blade blast or whatever that new one is yeah. they've got coming out. I remember talking about the fact that I was like, whatever, I don't really yeah, care. They talk about anime weapon. Yeah. yeah. And then I was reading this going, oh my God. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, Maybe what, what else does it, it work with? It works with um, ethereal knives, blade vortex and what's the blade fall. Yeah. 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 Cause those, yeah. those skills, even though they're not reworks, those skills they've been touched, but they start, they leave weapons in the ground mm-hmm. or spinning around you. And, uh, they count as things that animate weapon. Those blades are meant to interact with animate weapon if you want. So it's a lot easier to find weapons for animate weapon. I think though that this animate weapon has always been a skill that has prevented GGG from getting like thoroughly going through their default filter, right? This skill mm. needs tons of items on the ground so that you never run out. And so maybe this is just one step in the direction of them improving their filters because they have been making a lot of filter improvements and I'm glad I got to bring it up again. Yeah, except that I I think they they talked about how Blade Fall now can be animated so you can cast Blade Fall, which gives you those knives from Mm -hmm. Blade Blast and Anime Can Weapon. I love there's there's a line on Animate Weapon that made me laugh, which was the damage multiplier on Animate Weapon was not applying to the minions damage at all. Whoops. (laughs) because of this the skill has been rebalanced yeah interesting. Uh, i am really curious about animate weapon for this league i think it's going to be quite strong yeah yeah me too uh and one of the skill balances that stood out to me of course because of my failed elemental hit totem ballista (laughs) build that started this league and i thank the discord user that pointed it out to me in excitement um all almost all totems and ballistas now have approximately 50% more base life than previous. Uh, a couple mm. didn't something like, uh, what was it? Holy flame totem. I think I remember reading that one didn't because that one was already kind of a standalone, but a lot of the, the newer totems and the default totems have 50% more life. So what was the name of the totem you used for your build? Uh, was ballista totem support. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Good memories. Does, good does that, does that benefit change? Does that help you? Does that, Yes, Change one of the complaints of now it didn't impact how I played it, but people play totems very different. Mm-hmm. I would play mine, my totem, my totem builds. I, I'm running in a circle like if it's a boss, I'm just running in a make belief circle and I'm just right clicking my totem. And so let's say I have four totems. I'm just placing a totem north, east, west, south, east, north, west. And I just keep going. And so how long it lasts it just needs to last a second. So I didn't really care how much life it had. But a lot of people, they like to spam it. They place all four or however many right away. They go somewhere safe and wait for them to die. And people that are used to totem builds are used to those totems lasting. So it was one of the complaints of my guide previously. Yeah. So it'll be nice. It's not a guide mm. anymore, but it'll be nice. So mm. let's see. I didn't oh. um, list every single detail and percentage change. But so listen up, if there were certain skills that you were considering or that you were thinking about, I've made lists for the ones that just got buffed, the ones that just got decreased, 
And remember, this is all for balance. Don't get all pissy because your build's not going to be as strong, right? They're always trying to make it balanced. So it's skills that have been improved for balance are the following. Artillery ballistas, ballista totem support, dash, flame dash, frost blink, lightning warp, shield charge, shrapnel ballista, unleash support, and awakened unleash support, and valve flame blast. All those have been improved substantially. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw in a couple two cents here. To me, Dash's bonus was, or improve or whatever you want to call it, was kind of meh. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it's cool because it's an, a percentage increase as it levels, but it was kind of minor. Unleash is super strong this league. Yeah. Like it's going to be, I think it's going to be a really strong uh, support this league. Yeah. And then um, I think Valve, Valve Flame Blast as well is going to be, I, I don't know a whole lot about Flame Blast on its own, but just, um, it's yeah. It's bigger AoE. The, yeah. the Valve Flame Blast is, is nuts. It increased what its base damage and its AoE. And the, uh, the normal Flame Blast had its, that one's a little bit lower here, but it says that its lower base, its base radius was lowered, but it does get bigger as it levels. So it's just not as, overpowered for leveling anymore yeah and then there's only a few of these that i really care about so i'm going to actually give like unleash i have to just say what the change was for it so it causes spells now to deal 20 percent less damage when reoccurring at gem level one which used to be 35 percent. so it's gone 15 percent stronger you've basically gained 15 percent damage up to 11 percent at level 20 from 26 percent like that I, that's just crazy. That is such a huge amount. And then obviously Awakened Unleashed is stu- just like ridiculously yeah. stronger. Like 8% at level 5 from 23. Yep. Like it's very, 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 very strong. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Unleash is going to be awesome this yeah. league. So anyway, that's that's I, I agree with the other ones for, you know, sort of what was improved and... Improved for balance. Yep. I'm trying to emphasize balance because there's a lot of people that have a negative connotation to nerfing, but not with GGG. I don't think there was a whole lot of like serious um, buffs or nerfs. I think Unleash to me and obviously the big change to Animate Weapon was a big mm-hmm. difference, but I didn't see any skills that like really stood out like, oh, that's going to be really, really strong. I did see one on the other side <laughs> that you can hit up now. Well, decreases in balance are, now remember, listen up in case you're thinking of specific skills for your builds. Herald of Agony, Precision, Raise Spectre, Minion, Raise Zombie, Minion, Spirit Offering Got Crushed, Minion, Summon Carry on Golem, Minion, Summon Holy Relic, Minion, Summon Skeletons, Minion. Now, here's the thing, though. I was expecting a very different, like, a lot of those are minor decreases. Herald of Agony got hit pretty good for base. Um... Raise zombie though. I was expecting major damage, uh, damage to be lowered quite a lot. The only change to raise zombie, which of course is a personal favorite of mine, was they just lowered the maximum amount of natural zombies. Sure. And I thought that was perfect. Mm-hmm. What a great way to not mess over how your individual zombie goes. Like think of it: if if each zombie is doing thirty thousand damage, right? You're not changing 
so now I don't need seven zombies to do really well. It's now it's gone from seven as my max zombies to six. But I thought that was a perfect way to lower a build's damage, but not screw with an individual zombie. I thought that was awesome. So I agree. I think I was expecting more from zombies. What with that said, I feel like this change affects your zombie build less than probably a lot of other people's zombie builds. And that's because you don't build around uniques. Yep. If you were yep. building around uniques yep. and you were going zombies, some of these upcoming item nerfs will very, very much hurt your build. Mm-hmm. Hugely. If you weren't, if you weren't focused on uniques, then yeah, I don't, I don't think having that, you know, they, you can still get the plus one on helmet. You can't, they've removed it from the item, uh, from the chest now. But I, again, I don't even think that was part of your builds ever. No, I, I well. intentionally don't go out planning for any uniques at all. If they come, yeah. sure. But like I yeah, can imagine so I, rate lowering the, I guess it doesn't even affect Montegruel's grass because you're going from an odd number to an even number in Montegruel's rounds down. So you're no, still going with three I, If you were focused on Baron and plus one on chests, you probably got hurt quite a bit by mm. some of these upcoming yeah, changes. Yeah, that was but a big one that um, is coming I think up. that's what they did instead was, mm-hmm. yes, they did nerf some, some yeah. minions. I mean, they really, really nerfed skeletons, which is weird. Was that like a big thing? Can you read that? For us, the summon skeletons has something in there that makes it sound like it's generic for everything, but they have weird wording on some of their minion gems to make it. Think yeah. that it's specific. So the changes that they have is damage dealt by minions at all gem levels has been lowered by approximately 40%. This change isn't visible on the gem as it is a property of the minion itself and does not affect skeleton mages or any other non-basic skeleton minions summoned by Val summon skeletons. So to me, when I first read that, I was like, are they, is this applying to all minions across the, the board? But I don't think it is. I think it's applying to all, because you, you summon skeletons in a group, right? Yeah. Uh, as the new gem that came out a couple leagues ago, you, right. as it levels, you summon more than one at more a time. More. Sure. So that to me makes sense. I didn't realize that they were the big, strong thing for minions. Mm. Well, Val, Val skeletons is only in my build for the Val version. And it is so strong. And when you have a Val skill that's constantly moving up, especially when you're hitting unique enemies, and it's just based on how much you're hitting them. And mm. it's like you have, I don't know, 15 minions going bang, 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 bang. My Val sure. skeletons is even with the cooldown, even with the, what do they call that? The debuff period? What, what do they call that when the Val skills waiting for its cool recharge? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember what's called either. Anyway, what th- that moment this basically the second that's done. If you have a mall, a mini minion build, the second it's available to start charging, it's instantly charged and you're bringing out another 40 skeleton. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the so, Val yeah. version. And you can, as we saw with Flame Blast, you can change both versions individually. But yeah, pretty yeah. strong. Whole, Summon Holy Relic got hit pretty hard, too. But yeah, anyway, it did. I, I actually thought so. Um, again, I'm going to just throw in my two cents on a couple of these. Herald of Agony actually was a pretty big. Mm-hmm. nerf uh to herald of agony because you're losing because it's not you know like if you read it it's like oh well it only went from 12 to 9 percent but you have to remember that that's per virulence or whatever you want to call it yep so that actually does stack up to quite a bit less damage um precision i get it that it's a debuff but it's a debuff to the people who were just scamming and taking a level one precision like the what was happening is people would go oh i can take yep. level one precision and i'm getting 40 percent increased critical strike chance never level it up and it's it's totally fine so the fact that all they're doing is they're dropping it down to 20 percent at level one from 40 percent yeah 
the the level twenty is still it's like a one. I don't know. I understand exactly why the they same. dropped it. Yeah. No, they dropped it one percent. Yeah, from weird. fifty-nine I don't know why to fifty-eight percent at level. 20. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I feel like they should have just kept that at the same. But uh, I a hundred percent understand why they would have done that to precision yep. because it was very. I did it in some of my builds. Like you take a level one precision and you're just that's a ton of of critical strike chance for a very very little you know for yeah. a, a very little that you're having to put in i don't remember do you use spirit offering in your build oh my goodness it's like my favorite offering by far and it got wow. murdered i'm surprised yeah, really they just did. didn't call it a different offering like we just deleted it we just <laughs> we, we took spirit offering and we buried it so for those that follow my minion guide or for anyone else that just uses spirit offering spirit offering if i remember correctly it it actually does quite a lot um, one of the biggest things that it would give, especially if you're using the necromancer node that made spirit offerings apply to you as well. Mm -hmm. It used to take a portion, a percentage of your or I guess your minions maximum life and then apply it as energy shield. Energy shield. And it was, it was the minions max life. As right. Energy shield, yeah. Right. And then but a lot of players would be using that um, with a couple ascendancy nodes that could be used that it could also apply to yourself at a reduced rate. Um, they could cost like nothing. You could literally just cast it. Yeah, the level one version still gave you a decent percentage of everything. And that's what I use. Well, not the level one. I think I use it at level eight because that's level 38 requirement level in that cast with cast and damage taken level one. But either way, it was it was really strong. So I was thinking that maybe they would just lower that percentage. But what happened was they just got rid of the earning any energy shield at all. And instead it just grants more chaos resist yeah well it's it's cost was only 33 at level 20 it only costs 33 mana for a just huge amount of energy shield mm -hmm. so it was cheap yeah so they basically just took all that out that doesn't even exist anymore and now you get 20 percent chaos resist up to a 30 percent at yeah. level 20 and i mean they so. still deal chaos the minions or yourself will still deal chaos damage as well like the other perks are there but they got rid of the huge defensive perk so yeah now They'll still I think, their, I think like, I'm off to flesh chaos. offering now. I think I'm going flesh offering. But yeah. So anyway, for me, those were uh, the yeah, those were the big ones that took a mm -hmm. a bit of a beating. But well, carry nice. on golem as well as well. But there were some that some skills that went and had kind of some bad and some good. Arctic breath had its projectile speed and cast time increased, but at the cost of base damage. So we'll see how that pans out. Did you want to do these? No. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I did miss one thing. Cool. It's actually not in your list of the what you considered nerfs. Yeah. But I actually think it's probably one of the biggest nerfs in this whole ex uh, league mm -hmm. is explosive arrow. Explosive arrow just got destroyed because of the way explosive arrow used to be used. So you're now gaining massively less area of uh, radius or whatever. It's yeah. very, very low. But the fact that you're now being limited to how many explosive arrows, because before you could put up as many as you wanted. Uh-huh. So now they're capping that. The way that explosive arrow was used before, this is like a very, very big nerf to explosive arrow, which is, pr I don't, I assume it was necessary. Well, yeah, but the limit is still a maximum of 20 explosive arrows on an one enemy. Yeah, it doesn't but, but, mean on all enemies. It's not a cap of 20 explosive arrows out in the world. It's 20 explosive arrows on one enemy. No, yeah, yeah, of course, that's I mean, when you're used to no limit, that's a nerf, but uh, it's a massive nerf. But again, it's a nerf to a way people were obviously finding a, a way to use it that was outside of what they wanted. The reason I didn't have it in the nerf section, I had it in the a little bit good, a little bit bad section is 
because explosions now deal 3% more with hits and ailments per arrow on the target. And previously, it was only applied to ignite. But now it's total damage, including the explosion. And so its damage has been increased substantially if you're stacking arrows per, per target. Uh, I, I still think that that's like... That's 3% kind of like more giving you, without no, a cap, and then it's 20 like you could have sixty yeah, percent more damage with your no, hits. No, it's like it's it's equivalent to here's three hundred and fifty specters because we're about to kill uh, uh, minions. Because not only that, if you were using explosive arrow as a way to clear, that that reduction in radius is really big. Mm-hmm. So I just I, I feel like explosive arrow is, I, I, and I'm not disagreeing with it because again I don't yeah. know all the things people were using it for. But I don't think that that 3% more damage with hits and ailments um, per arrow is comes even close to what was taken, what, what, what's being removed from yeah. it. Well, I, I think with the way that explosive arrow currently is compared to what it's going to be like next week is you didn't need GMP or LMP, right? You didn't need to have a damage reduction to get a good AOE and, you know, you didn't need to have multiple projectiles of any sort. Now you do, and that's goes consistently with many other arrow skills, right? Yeah, but Not I think explosive them. arrow could just be used as a massive uh, boss killer, and you just can't to the same level that you could before because you're capped at twenty. There was no cap before. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I, I mean, to me, it's a balance. I'm not arguing that it's not a good thing to change, but I think that if you, if I, if I looked at the changes compared to the other ones, I think it's probably one of the biggest nerves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For those that are used to it, for sure. Uh, Feeding frenzy support had its increase, had an increase in chance to gain the frenzy buff, but it lost its more damage bonus, which is, is crazy. So Uh, is that you feel like that's a um, nerf and a a bonus? Well, do you feel like that frenzy increase makes up for the more damage? No, I, I, the only reason I liked frenzy support is because it made my minions aggressive, but I don't yep. want that to be the only perk, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's a, to me, removing more damage or even increased damage, but it used to be more damage. Yep. Still gave me an incentive to use it or maybe even give me like a damage reduction for them because they're so aggressive and they're on the edge of the screen. But now all it is, it's a frenzy buff. And now that's not the frenzy buff. Isn't gaining frenzy charges. I forget what, get what it is. Give me two seconds here. But now it's basically just the frenzy buff and your minions are aggressive. They got rid of the damage increase, more damage increase at all. Feeding Frenzy minions from supported skills have a 25% chance to gain Feeding Frenzy to you on hit. Feeding Frenzy buff, which grants a bonus to damage and speed to all friendly minions. So I don't get. So the Feeding feeding Frenzy buff, minions have 10% more damage, 15% increased movement speed, attack speed, and cast speed. So they've just got the movement speed, attack speed, cast speed. Mm -hmm. And then they also had minions from supported skills deal more damage while you have feeding frenzy so it's a minor amount so they still have the more damage from feeding frenzy mm-hmm. but not the extra damage that they had on top of it uh what else we have flame blast uh we already touched on it but it has a lower base radius but it gains more radius as it levels yep. and pyroclast gets to it faster too yeah and pyroclast mine you need more mines to get additional projectiles 
but there's a faster cast time. Cool. Yep. Let's hop down to ascendancy balances. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, there really wasn't many passive tree balances, hey? It ended up no. uh, being a very unmodified tree for the most part. Which the, is kind of nice. The Necromancer got two changes to two of their skills. Bone Barrier uh, got nerfed just a little bit. Uh, it no longer gives any elemental resists, and it's lowered the amount of life and ES recovery that it gives minions, but it didn't get rid of the buffs that it gives the players, which is nice. Uh, Commander of Darkness, uh, that gives bonus damage and resists to you and allies, and Commander of Darkness has its resist benefit increased to 30% instead of 20%, so you now give 30% resist to all your friends. Yeah, now you can hit the rest of the ascendancies if you, because there weren't any that I actually cared too much about. The Assassin, uh, Opportunistic, Ambush, and Assassinate in the Assassin Ascendancy, uh, they give 25% more damage instead of 20%. And Mistwalker, the Assassin Ascendancy, now grants 15% increased attack speed and cast speed while elusive instead of 20%. Uh, and then there was only one other change. So that's interesting. Necromancer, two skills were just tweaked. Assassin, two skills tweaked. Guardian, one skill tweaked. And it's Radiant Faith. Radiant Faith now grants less energy shield based on the amount of mana reserved. So it's dropped from 10% or to 10% from 15%. So, so nice. then the next section they talked about was a lot of their item balances, which there were quite a few. You'll definitely want to read them. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we each had one that we added to this list. Yeah. So why don't you go first? But there's, I mean, there's a ton. There's lots. There's a there's ton. Lots. We would Check have, this would be an eight hour episode if we touched on every point, kind of like our first episode, huh? Mm -hmm. uh, so my standout was that bows can now roll a high level suffix which causes them to fire two additional arrows. And I love that because a lot of the times when people are looking for their bow builds, they're looking for a way to implement multiple arrows without needing to have the damage reduction of greater yep. or lesser multiple projectiles. So I really like that there's an opportunity to get that with an alteration and then just regal it. I think that's mm. awesome. So for me, it was Doriani's fists. Oh, you went through the are... unique section, eh? Good for you. I scrolled I through it. some. I scrolled through some that stood out to me because there's a, there's actually quite a few in there. Uh, I can't remember a bow. There's a bow in there that just got a beating. Mm -hmm. It's a unique bow. But Doriani's fists. So what it basically gives now, I it's I'm trying to think all the different ways that you could include this. And if you were doing anything ES related, this is really really strong ES and lightning because so you now have a thirty percent shock effect. You have eighty to hundred max ES base you ES. Yep, base ES. You have 30% chance to shock. You get back 200 to 250 ES when you kill a shocked enemy. And the skill given by Doriani's fist was also buffed. Like it's really, really wow. strong. Yeah, you'll have to check it out. I think <laughs> I'll, that was like, I'll get right on. That it. was the one that like really stood out to me. I was like, Ooh. wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I think that's going to be fun. Sweet. Uh, crafting got changed a lot. Not like the Tons, base yeah. and how crafting is, but if you are someone that was really picky into crafting and especially fossil crafting, uh, take a look at the notes. There's been a lot of changes. Mm -hmm. um, one of them that stands out to me was the Veiled modifier that grants plus one to the maximum number of summoned skeletons or zombies can now only be crafted onto a helmet. It can no longer yeah. be crafted onto body armor. It doesn't mean you can't find that modifier through corruption in other methods um but it does mean for just basic crafting the only item you can craft it on is 
a helmet. So now you're looking at a bone helmet with a max implicit and plus three to your socketed minion gems and plus one to zombies and skeletons. Oh man, that's going to be a, it's going to be a pricey one. Yeah. uh, For crafting for me, the fossil crafting is the only one that actually stood out and literally exactly what they wrote is kind of perfect to explain. Yeah. Like the overall of what they've done to fossil crafting. So Basically, what they said is we want crafting to be a way to get great items, but not the only way to get the very best items. Fossil crafting in particular was the only way to obtain a large number of very desirable mods. We've done away with all fossil exclusive mods except those found on faceted, bloodstained and hollow fossils and moved a number of them to other sources. So they're not it's not like they're take. uh, I don't know how to. uh, They're not screwing fossil crafting. Right. Fossil crafting still has its benefit. But what they've just done is said it's not going to be the only way to get some of those really good mods, which I think is good. Mm-hmm. Actually, like fossil crafting to me was frustrating because it meant that in Delve, I had to be very focused on side areas. Yeah. And I was just fighting to get down to the freaking deeper levels. I don't know how these people get down to 10,000 depth or whatever. <laughs> psychopaths, yeah. but. Though I still like it when we're playing and we're two months into a league and all of a sudden you see this yellow text at the top that says. Yeah. This player made it to depth 6,000 solo. I'm like, oh, good for you, whoever you are playing two months later. Good for you. As I'm like trying to crack a (laughs) hundred. Well, no, a hundred's super easy for you, but I know what you mean. But yeah, we're not anywhere close to where they are. No, no, no. 100. Come on. You could do that with your eyes closed. But Hunter and Warlord have a couple new influence mods for gloves, which is nice. And there's even a new higher tier of max resist mods on these uninfluenced items for boots gloves helmets and shields so that did you see neat. any of the conquer exalts this league i didn't know i didn't one. and i was disappointed because i wanted to see how they worked with my filter <laughs> snuck it in again i did i wanted to see how they worked. maybe they I did drop and you just never saw it but i think what was it squeaky toy terror helped us out with that saying that uh the exalt the shards you get from trading in they just turned to normal shards but no i didn't have a normal one drop hmm uh, let's see. Unique item balances uh, oh, like that list was ginormous. If there's certain uniques, we're just uh, we're not going to list them. If you if you no, there's a certain unique, idea. just go to the website, go to the patch notes and control F and find it. But there were a ton. Um, but a one thing that I thought that actually just works for everybody is if you ever had a unique stone watchstone drop, they always drop with a number of uses that is multiple. That is a multiple of three. Neat. Now, you know, I assume that that may why why three i think it's because of how the when you're unlocking influences and unlocking the conquerors i think it's based on the numbers that are separating right like there's a certain amount of of three right too so it could be it could have something to do with the sex and charges as well yeah because you could apply i imagine well when we interview all of the ggg devs we'll have to ask what else do we got here monster changes monster movement speed has oh yeah now has a lower limit does this affect you so basically sorry let me just say what it is monster movement speed now has a lower limit uh where they cannot be slowed further so for magic monsters that's 10 percent of their base movement speed for rare and uniques it's 20 percent. what that means is you can't stack so many things temporal chains and um why yeah there's so many of them because but that you can't stack so much that you can make uh an enemy move less than these percentages right does that affect you did you ever have because you used to be really big into those like temporal chains really slow everything down totally my um the curse build that i wanted to do before i saw that zombies are going to act like they are in poe2 um 
my CI Vortex cursor. Uh, it's just 100%. All the curses are as strong as they can be. And I'm chilling with Vortex as well. And so enemies would be crazy slow. Um, I forget what the original things were. I forget if they're making it so that they can't go or if they're just if they're actually lowering the bases. But I remember one or two leagues ago, they changed the efficiency of temporal chains and enfeeble based on the type of rarity a monster is, whether it's normal magic, rare or unique. Mm. And the higher the difficulty of the monster, the less influenced or the less effective your curse was. So maybe it's just they're changing that a little bit because they've changed chill a lot over the last few leaks as well. So just to reiterate, because that wasn't the point of the patch notes is ma magic monsters can't go any lower than 10% of their base movement speed and rare and unique monsters can't go any slower than 20%. But still think of those monsters going that slow. Now that's just movement speed. That's not action speed, but still yeah. pretty awesome. Did you, did you care much about the delve changes? Cause when I read them, I was like, eh, don't care. I, it was even a weird like there's one where you can't access an area that's <laughs> that you're 20 levels below the level of that. I thought I thought uh, they were actually pretty cool. The dev changes, if you don't mind me quickly yeah, reading. It. OK, so delve areas and, the, and then explain why, because I'm curious why <laughs> I feel like you're lying to me. <laughs> well, we'll find out because I probably don't remember and I thought they were neat at the time. And now I'm going to read them and I'm like, oh, that, that doesn't help. Delve areas are now considered to be the level of monsters in the shallowest part of the delve, meaning players will not be downscaled to the level of the shallowest part of the delve. So I think they messed up their wording here. But it also means <laughs> that item filters which filter an area by level will, will work correctly in Nazarite Mind. So I, I think what that means is if I'm down to depth level 250 and then I go back up to depth level 175, the monsters are going to be the difficulty of depth level 250. Incorrect. So I'm not going to discuss with you because I have no clue. So that's, that's what I, I, I think it input. means. I think they, they use shallowest a couple wrong ways there, but I think that's what it means. So otherwise, there's no point. That, that, otherwise, to me, that doesn't make much sense. Um, you can no longer delve in areas if, you're tw if you are 20 levels or more below the shallowest part of the delve you're trying to access. So mm -hmm. they keep you if you're a level, I don't know, 50 player. If you're level 50, you can't get into a 71. Something like that, yeah. Depth. Yeah. yeah. So still makes you do stuff. So I thought that was kind of neat. And well, I mean, but everybody loves monster increases. So the rate and volume of monsters that spawn when you're in a city area in Delve has been increased. That's great. Awesome. More monsters. Kill more. Make it harder. There were there were already a lot in yeah, those city areas. It was pretty overwhelming with some builds. So sweet. Yeah. There, the, the one change they had where you can't enter a Delve encounter where somebody already is, that was because of uh, a streamer got killed in there. There was a one of those private league thing event things that happened. There was one that happened near the end of this last league. And what happened is she was delving. Yeah. And somebody joined her party and entered her mine. And that instantly um, put her player into that mode where you're like, yep. it tries to balance the levels out. And yep. she just got one shot. And it was in like some hardcore whatever. Oh, brutal. So, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay, so incursion changes. Now. <laughs> I'm so I'm, sorry for that. I'm struggling with this one a little bit because this is like a, this is a slight love hate for me. I'll uh -huh. start with the hate. Alva is such a cow. I absolutely hate how she levels. Go on. I've and never heard I, this before. I thought you loved Alva. I'm 
what you know what <laughs> i love these changes that they made to incursion i love that the temple is now more up to date it, it there's i'm not going to go into all the room changes there's tons you should read it because it is actually really good uh you now will get drops that are equivalent to what the actual where you are where the league is at like you're going to get stuff that's useful right now which for a lot of times was not happening um but jesus like i i wish they would just do something to how she levels and i know it's dumb because all it has to do with is favor and leveling up your hideouts and all that crap but they it's still the alva sections in maps and as i go through are still going to get me pissed this is i guarantee it's going to come up in in many episodes coming up because we're going to get through the first part of 3.10 we're going to start playing it and I'm depending on the type of build or what direction we go. I'm going to be pissed off that stupid Alva. I have to go into her stupid rooms and try to level up the temple. And if I can't get through it fast enough, that stupid timer is going to kick me out. So just remember, gonna, just remember you promised us that you would make a spreadsheet. I'm making a spreadsheet. Good. On freaking Friday, I'm going to have to start a stupid spreadsheet. Make sure Alva, it's public. which is ridiculous. Make sure you link it's, it for us so we can track your pathetic progress. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And <laughs> it makes me angry that I have to create a spreadsheet. I agree. For a video game. I was disappointed. I saw like for those of you that are listening, um, you can ignore that section of patch notes like you can read it and it's quite interesting all the changes that they've made. But you can basically just keep playing the temple as waddle as as it is and it'll be it'll just be great it'll just be better you'll it'll be harder it'll you'll get yep. better rewards so you don't actually have to care about that you can read it if you're interested of course but when i read that we've heard so many hints of and talks from ggg people saying that it needs to change it needs to change and when i saw the encourages and changes section so big i'm like oh justin i'm so happy for you i read it nothing there was nothing <laughs> that you cared about i mean it it's, it's still better it. it's still better it's it is better. better and i understand why they're not doing anything about the stuff that's pissing me off uh but yeah anyway uh, once she's level seven i'm not going to care anymore that's i'm going to be like ah you bunch of babies who cares just level her uh, just you know what <laughs> till that point just play some standard crabby. just play some standard and relax i had to log into standard today just because i couldn't log into my character in the other one and i opened the stash tab just out of curiosity oh my god the tabs just scroll for days <laughs> i can just imagine i think you days. have like 40 tabs per league yeah, it just kept going yeah and then i mean what you've played for a hundred leagues already anyway uh, let's all right knock out some of these map changes all right uh so they've made several large adjustments to map boss life remember in a previous it might have even just been the last one yeah it was the last league they said that they really buffed a lot of bosses and it was going to be an incremental increase as they're going to be changing all the other bosses until poe2 so it's going to be a process. So they added uh, and they made certain bosses a lot more difficult or at least just added a lot more life to a lot of these bosses. Feel free to read the notes for them. The, the list was actually pretty extensive and I'm really excited to fight them. Um, maps offered as part of a Xana mission will now inherit the awakening level of the map Xana is standing in. Neat. Yep. Xana's cool. level is now based on the number of bonus objectives you have completed rather than the number of maps completed on your atlas so bonus objectives and awakening levels and awakening level objectives are turning into a really big deal so don't ignore them as you're going through if you're an apathetic mapper the shaper you like this one okay the shaper now takes significantly reduced damage at the start of each phase which does taper off over eight seconds okay 
Uh, I don't think on any of your other ones I'm going to say anything. Maybe, maybe not. This, <laughs> I'm really glad me, you said that. <laughs> sorry. This is one of the weirdest changes. And I think I'm struggling with it the most because it is 100% targeted at people that I get it. GGG doesn't like the fact that people can like one shot shaper or like five second kill shaper. An eight second delay. Okay. They're going to have to move around for eight seconds, but they're still going to do it after eight seconds. The regular player, though, this I feel like this is a huge kick in the balls because now yeah. for someone who already maybe struggles with the shaper fight or doesn't have the DPS to kill him in 10 seconds, why would you do anything in those eight seconds? Yeah. If you're already going to be relatively limited in how fast you can kill shaper. Yeah. I, I really hope that there's some timer or something that shows it so that I'm not popping all my flasks, hitting a bunch of my skills only yeah. to sit there for eight seconds and do dick all the damage. And then I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah, it's not even like it was to a basic. It wasn't even time to a basic flask duration, right? No, I, it's, I feel like this was a really big kick to the normal player. Yeah. In order to slightly nerf those few very, very um, like specific builds that are doing just yeah. way too much shape or damn. I don't know that there's another fix. I get it. I, I, I think I know they're fixing it in Path of Exile too. You... To make a boss battle difficult doesn't mean it can't take damage. It means the window for it taking damage is less. So you don't make its in you, like you make its tells for its skills different. You make its skills hit harder but last shorter, or you make it react quicker or turn around faster. You know what I mean? Or be able to move its beam around something like that. So the players being more defensive for more of the battle, and then even when they are offensive, the window is smaller. And yeah, but then you introduce the possibility of immunity phases, which everybody mm -mm. hates. You just if you're you could do all that stuff with no immunity phases. Well, but if you have if you have built a build that is just focused on monstrous burst damage, that what you're suggesting, I get it. But that doesn't change the fact that if I have enough damage, I can kill him in 10 seconds. And so their solution is, well, we make him take reduced damage over the yeah. first eight seconds. Well, look, but all I feel like. Go ahead. All I feel like it's done is just extended how long the fight's yeah. going to take. Yeah. Because for the first eight seconds, you should just do nothing in that fight. Right. And uh, you're like you doing kind of stuff that normally you would be able to hit them. It's, right. you know, you're running around. Now, here's the thing. Like, it's not like they're standing still for eight seconds, right? They're still doing their normal stuff. But look at a game. I know I've referenced it a few times. and I know it's a Path of Exile podcast, but you and I both love Dark Souls. And that is like a boss masterpiece, right? Every single one, even at the very beginning of the game. And there's no bosses that really have invulnerability phases. If there are, it's because you're running for your life and you couldn't tell anyway. And what makes those boss battles last a lot longer is you're needing to move around to avoid all the different stages and the different combos that they have. And you have very small windows of opportunity. So even like you like your huge two handed sword builds in those games. And I like my faster casting in those games. We we don't kill bosses at a faster rate, you or I, because the bosses are designed in a way that the windows are small, windows of opportunity yep. are small. And so instead of having invulnerability phases, you have running for your life phases and then the players still engage. So I think, I think this the kind difference, of stuff though, is important. in in Path of Exile versus um, Dark Souls. You can't make a Dark Souls build that has massive, massive burst that could just one shot a boss once he becomes active. That's the struggle. 
Mm -hmm. is in Path of Exile, you can. You have ways of building stuff up as he becomes vulnerable Mm -hmm. to then once he's vulnerable, uh, effectively one shot him. And I understand that's where they're trying to counter it and say like, okay, you can't. But I feel like in doing so, it's just, it's making it much, much harder on the average player. Yeah. Eight yeah. seconds is a long freaking time. It is. And like it, it is. It is does long. taper off over time. And it's not like it's a still section, but it is. And, and it's weird. Like, for example, Drox watch, watch the this. complete Starting opposite. Starting right now. Eight seconds. Wow. Like and that now is- we're doing normal damage. <laughs> so- so uncomfortable but if, to be quiet for that I, long. I don't know. I thought it was romantic. I lit a candle <laughs> yeah. and I was dreaming of you. Um, anyway, but if I you just look at Drox, really it does the opposite thing, right? Drox takes less damage and or it takes more damage at the beginning stage. And as the stages go, he takes less and less and less damage. And that well, based on what's around him, he does. Yeah. Well, but still it's based on his like things he puts down. Can, I, I anyway. like that better than just flat out saying, hey, for eight seconds, you're going to take reduced damage. Yeah. And I get it. It will taper off. Great. Yeah. I like that it will taper off, but eight seconds is flipping long. Yeah. They've also, that wasn't the only thing, but though that one does get us a little bit for some reason. Um, they've improved character visibility in the Drox Bass Battle. So that's nice. The Bass Battle? The Bass Battle. Yeah, I'm from Baston. Smart Pack. Um, the Veritania, the Redeemer, will now move out of the storm more reliably. Well, that part's nice. Yeah, I feel like it shouldn't take three months to get there, though. Baron, the Crusader's Mana Runes. Oh, the Baron, the Crusader Man. The, okay. Baron, you know those Mana Runes, the squares that he casts? <laughs> mm-hmm. They don't stick around after he's been killed. Did you notice that in Drox, they didn't say anything about his stupid enemies won't continue yes, to come Yes, I at you? did notice that Drox's enemies are still <laughs> going to rush at you as you're interacting. Well, maybe not. Maybe that has, maybe they're influenced, right? And so maybe, oh, but maybe it's not because you're dealing with the watch stone. Anyway, altar. we'll find out. Um, the bosses of the Val Pyramid. This has been like three years coming. The bosses of the Val yep. Pyramid will now spawn much more quickly. Yep. And entrances, NPC locations, and spawn areas no longer have ground effects near them. Fantastic. I assume that's all based on that Cyrus mm-hmm. fight, Sirius fight, Sirius's fight. <laughs> do you want me to fly through the rest? Yeah, let's do okay. it. What do we got? Um, user interface improvements. There are a couple that stood out to me was you can now see all the current Xana map device options immediately upon al- unlocking the map device. And you can highlight them to see what you need to do to unlock each device. So I thought that that's was cool. cool. So that's instead that's of, cool. yeah, sure. I like that. I love that. Especially because fortune love it that's a little well no because i love fortune favors the brave right so for those of you that don't know when you're in a map device you can choose to pay a certain extra amount of chaos to add a specific mod to the map and as you've leveled up xana completely there's a quite a few different xana modifiers you can add to the map those are listed in the map device themselves and every league those change and they all depending on the reward that they can give are cheap or expensive in terms of chaos three i think this one it's three k two chaos two to, to eight chaos two to eight and right, then yeah. there's always an option that says fortune favors the brave it's three chaos and it'll take any one of those map uh, of those xana map modifiers and add it to the game so you could Whether get the two cost one but you could get the eight cost one and the awesome thing about that one that i love is that it can add xana modifiers that you have not unlocked yet 
So now to be able to see what they are is nice for someone who doesn't always have them unlocked. Sure. Uh, Uh, Can we just say blight at eight chaos? What are they thinking? Which one's it's the highest than is that the one where they come out of the ground? It's where you like talk to Cassia. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. If if they didn't split in four directions directly from the palsy thing. Sure. That's way too expensive. It literally, I think it goes from like five to eight. As long as it doesn't, as long as that one instance doesn't have like two boxes at the end. They've also standardized the behavior of instant skills. And so, for example, Vortex, I can just hold the Vortex button down on my Vortex build. And once the cooldown's done, it just keeps casting it. And they've added that ability for a lot of other instant skills now, which is really nice. Imagine phase run. You just hold down the phase run button and you're just going. That's awesome. (laughs) Yep. What? It's exciting. Okay. So some bug shout outs. The bug shout outs, as we mentioned, this is almost like a cleanup league. Which is insane yeah. because it's everybody's cool really excited. So yeah, and so mm-hmm. it's huge. Um, no, no bugs that I've I've submitted, unfortunately. Probably because they're not bugs, but I'm pretty sure not that they bugs. are. So they fixed a bug which causes passages that were meant to collapse in abyss. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. This one's hang on. So they fixed a bug which caused passages that were meant to collapse in abyss areas, or not. But also they did. But also they didn't. But they do now. Make sense? I never experienced that bug in one of the abysses, but I get it. Yeah. And so it's it's it, it was it was really funny when I didn't read it, but I read it. So you can input a ha 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 um, sound effect. I'm not going to edit it either. <laughs> Fixed a bug where Drox the Warlord would keep his damage reduction effects longer than he should have. Awesome. I feel like that might have been a thing you had. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe every single fight uh, mm-hmm. fixed a bug that could cause ballista totem support to magically float. Flying isn't planned until Path of Exile six. Oh, that's a really funny part that they had. <laughs> I do. Yeah, it's always funnier when um, somebody reads it instead of reads it. No, listens to yeah. it. No, anyway. Cool. So that, the that that's basically the the Justin Tyler Forever Exiled version of the patch notes for three point ten. They are, you know what it. it there's a lot to it, but it's not like some of the other uh, patch notes that we've had. No, I didn't find them as extensive as like game changing, which I'm happy about. I don't want to relearn the game every time a new league yeah. comes out. Yeah. So I, I like when it's like, OK, they're fixing this, they're buffing this, they're adjusting this. But they're not like, hey, welcome to a brand new game. Yeah. You're going to have to figure it out. So I, I was quite happy with the patch notes. Nothing I cared about got nerfed. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Me neither. Not again. No, no. That's not two leagues in a row for me. Not at all. I feel like, though, even with you, I, minions are still not going to be hit to a point where they were before they got buffed. In th- you know before I mean? 3.8? Yeah. I don't think they're going backwards in that sense. I think you just got to play them differently. And I think what would be a benefit for you is now people are going to be like, oh, minions, they suck. They got nerfed so bad. And you can go back to being like one of the few people that's like, <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> minions! minions. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm going to make a shield. For, you know, all those times that you and I go cosplaying up on the mountain, I'm going to make a shield that says minions and a sword that says filters. And my sword name will be called filters of, I don't know, death. And my shield will be like minions of, I don't know. It's going to be awesome. Justin and I cosplay all the time, by the way. Up on the mountain? Yeah, up on the mountain. (laughs) All right. Well, so anyway, that's the patch notes for 3.10. Of us cosplaying, <laughs> like walking through the mountain. Lightning bolt, lightning bolt. Yeah, 
Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Ah, root. Root. Oh, man, that's such a good video. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for 3.10 patch notes. We've got uh, 3.10 going live on Friday. If you're interested in the softcore private league forever exiled league game thing, uh, join our Discord. Our Information's on Discord. We've actually got quite a few people on Discord. So shout out to everybody that's on Discord and for everybody that's been listening. If you're interested in playing with us and the group that's there, uh, yeah, hop onto Discord. You can find the information for the league joining. And uh, I think that that pretty much wraps up this episode. Episode 17 of Forever Exiled, a Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, a.k.a. Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Make sure to check out our show notes below for any of the information that we might have mentioned today. Maybe some links. We've got the tweeter on Forever Exiled 82. And you can find us online at www.foreverexiled.com. Thanks for listening.